Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today we are talking about all of the events from... Thursday, July 22nd through today, July 25th of 2021. Um, just a couple of things. I think, well, so I think we're going to have one episode other than this one this week on the 28th. I'm going to record it. So it'll be up Thursday. Um, And then I'll record again on Sunday, which will officially start us into August weekly episodes. Um, There is next to nothing scheduled this week. The reason I am recording Wednesday is there is a uh, King Felipe is going to Peru for a couple of days. Um, So we'll cover that and anything else that may happen between Monday through through then and then we'll cover anything from Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday and Sunday and then we'll go into weeklies. Um, I think that's the best situation. If things were to get busy, I will go to a daily this week. Um, I don't think they will though. So I also want to talk about the Olympics a little bit at the top of this episode. Not a ton, um, certainly not in the way I was planning on, uh, well, last year when I started this podcast, uh, because at that point people were going to be going to the Olympics (laughs) and, uh, they were going to be in 2020 when I, uh, started talking about this stuff, which was, you know, Anyway, pandemic, it's fine. Um, but I, I did still want to briefly talk about them because, like, how can I not? The whole world is literally, like, watching them. I think, I don't know. I watched a lot yesterday, but I haven't watched a ton today. Um, I may later. I don't know. But anyway, I wanted to talk very briefly Um, So we've been seeing a lot of um, congratulatory messages from the Belgians and the Spaniards for any medal or, like, any um, movement, like, moving forward in competition-based things. So, like, football soccer, wherever you're listening to this, is like a competition-based, things like that. But we've seen a couple of congratulatory things here and there um, from the Belgian and Spaniards. Um, But I just wanted to, so the way I thought I would talk about this is talk about like the medal counts of each. So like in the Olympics, it's always a, a generic race between like the host country, 
and then China and the U.S. is what it seems like, but maybe that's just because I live in the U.S. and that's how I've, like, it's always been done here um, to see who will get the most, right? But I'm like, well, let's just do one between our seven. Um, a few things I have learned. Norway, I don't think, has ever medaled in the Summer Olympics because they're such a strong Winter Olympics team which makes sense because Norway. Um, but anyway, so, so far we have the UK and the Netherlands both leading in a tie with two medals, and this is as of end of competition day in Tokyo on Sunday. Um, and then Belgium and Spain are tied with one medal, and then everyone else has zero. So Denmark, Norway, basically Scandinavia, Denmark, Norway, and Sweden have zero. And I'll just, I'll probably pop in these stats, like, every episode because there's still not going to be a ton to talk about. Just, like, fully FYI, these week in, weekend reviews are going to be, like, probably 20 minutes. And a lot of that will just be me talking, um, not specific to events or anything. But I did want to throw those out there because, I don't know. The Olympics are cool, and this is the way I'm uh, avoiding the sadness of no one from the royal family being there, okay? From the seven I talk about, there are some royals there, um, but none that I talk about on a regular basis. Um, so anyway, that is where we're jumping into. Um, so now we are going to jump over to Belgium. Belgium, I was quite surprised on Thursday when all of a sudden King Philippe and Queen Mathilde made a virtual appearance essentially. Um, they held video conferences with Olympics for, or with athletes for the Belgian Olympic team um, ahead of the, I think it ended up being ahead of the opening ceremony. Yeah, because it was Thursday. Yeah, so it was the technically the day before the opening ceremony. It's very confusing for me because Tokyo is like 13 hours ahead. So for me, I'm recording at 7.30 p.m. And games, like competitions, are literally about to start if they haven't already started in Tokyo for tomorrow. And so I'm getting very confused by that. Um, it's fine. It's just I'm having a hard time. Um, so they just, of course, wished them luck and had conversations about Olympic Village and restrictions and what it's like to be there. Um, and of course, for those who don't know, there are like no spectators, no family allowed um, of the Olympic athletes. There aren't really a ton of spectators in the arenas. The ones who are there are typically foreign leaders. Um, and IOC members. So just, there are people there, but they're mostly like IOC, other athletes, 
people along people who have like Olympic passes essentially. Um, so that was a surprise because it's pretty normal for the Belgian royal family to like literally leave and go on vacation on the 22nd, um, the day after National Day, and just like they're they're on summer holiday from the 22nd. Um, my expectation, my, uh, not expectation, but my assumption is that they are waiting till the end of July when Princess Elizabeth is out of Royal Military Academy, like when her year is done, um, and then they'll all go off as a family together, or she'll go and join them wherever they are if they're having an out of Belgian vacation. Um, I do think they have like a house in France or something. I don't really know. Um, so that is the deal with Belgium. I do expect pretty much quiet, although I am a little confused because they haven't had a summer photo session yet. Um, so I'm not sure if there will be one. Um, I would expect because they have done one like every year. Um, but we'll see. It'll all be in time. It's a very weird, like last year was kind of an expected, everyone would be in their own country for the most part. That's how that went. Um, there wasn't a lot of, there weren't a lot of royals who left their country. There was, to my knowledge, one, maybe two. Um, and like Crown Prince Frederick went to France to visit his brother for like a day or something so like there were so, sort of things like that but this year like it does seem like people are leaving the country and that's okay um you know as long as it's within restrictions and you know I'm trying not to judge other actions um but anyway that is what was going on in Belgium um we aren't I'm not gonna do like a whole segment on the UK um, because there's really just like a couple of highlights. Um, one, Prince George turned eight on Thursday the 22nd. Uh, that's really exciting. Also, is that right? Yeah, it is. Um, so he's eight. They released a new picture. It's adorable. Uh, I cannot believe it's been eight years. That's insane to me. Um, and also very cool. Like, yay. Uh, the Queen has officially uh, transferred over to Balmoral, where she'll be spending summer holidays. This is pretty normal. This is like her private vacation time. Again, this was the expectation. I'm honestly surprised it didn't happen earlier in the week, um, but that was going on. And then that pretty much means like everyone is on vacation. Um, like... We're just, we're on vacation. So, let's see. Uh, in an interesting piece of news, uh, the 24th, which was yesterday on Saturday, John Kerry had a meeting with the Prince of Wales, um, according to the court circular, um, and then held a on Friday held a reception for the Prince's Foundation and nothing oh here's a court circular for July 22nd um oh Queen Elizabeth did have a video conference with the Governor General 
of Canada. Um, and that was her last entry on the on the court circular. So it's um, it's slowing down, obviously. Um, but just like a few key things here and there, but nothing that I felt warranted a whole segment. Um, and so with that, we, I'm pretty sure are skipping down. Nope, we're skipping Denmark and moving over to the Dutch royal family. King Willem Alexander. I think the family is already on vacation, um, but he came home to the Netherlands very briefly, like probably for a day trip, um, to open the Olympic Festival held, being held in The Hague, um, which is basically like a setup, away, like a an Olympics away from Tokyo, essentially, for people to like watch the games. Um, and take part in the community feature of the Olympics um, without breaking restriction. Um, so it is open the entire time the Olympics is. It opened on Friday, like I think shortly after what was the official opening ceremony. Um, But, like, the Dutch TV station may have been airing it. Like, this is where it gets confusing, right? Because people air things at different times. Like, I had watched the Olympic ceremony opening, like, live uh, from the Spanish network. And then I watched, kind of, it was on, like, 12 hours later. <laughs> uh, 10 hours later uh, in the States is when I, like, it was on. So, I, I saw it twice, kind of. Um... And so everyone shows things at different times. So you don't know like when things are being seen for real. It's just very confusing. Um, but anyway, um, that is what was going on. He opened it. He like participated in or like was able to stay for a little while. And then I would assume then flew back to Greece to continue private holidays. I officially think the back to work date is now September 3rd uh, is the first thing. Uh, there are a couple, there's one thing in August uh, that King Willem Alexander will have to be here for. And then, uh, yeah, September 3rd is the official like back to work date for King Willem Alexander and Queen Maxima. Well, it's just Maxima on the schedule right now, but that is pretty much when I expect things to come back anyway. Um, so that is what is going on there. Again, not a whole ton. Um, and in Norway, I did do the whole special episode on the, um, activities commemorating that 10th anniversary, um, of the attacks on uh, Oslo and Utoyo, Utoya, um, 
that you can go listen to. It's the last episode before I posted this one. It's called, I think it's called like Norway 10 years later. Um, so you can go listen to that to hear about all of the events plus like a history. Um, but that is what they were up to on Thursday and now they will resume summer vacation. Um, so that's what was going on there. And now we are going to move over to the Spanish Royal family. some things happening um so they have pretty well now started official vacations like this week um that has been like pretty well confirmed by the calendar of events like i said king felipe is going to peru for an inauguration of their new president president this week um but other than that that's like the only thing on the calendar. There's some rumors about some stuff happening over the weekend, but to my knowledge, those are unconfirmed at this point um, because they're not on the calendar. That's when I consider it like confirmed. Um, I trust a lot of these sources, but I like to wait for official confirmation of things. Um, it is expected that King Felipe will be in Majorca starting at least um, on Sunday for the Copa del Rey regatta, um, which is like a thing he does every year. Um, so summer vacations are like pretty well in order. Letizia has nothing on the calendar this week and that's fine. Um, but they had stuff on Thursday. Um, so on Thursday, uh, King Felipe met with the junior champion of Wimbledon 2020. Um, her name is, I think it's Annie Mintegi. Yeah, Annie Mintegi, uh, who was the women's junior champion of this year's Wimbledon, making her the first uh, Spanish woman to win a Wimbledon title. Um, I had read somewhere that like she was the first Spanish citizen, which is hilarious to me because uh, Rafa Nadal is like super Spanish and uh, has won Wimbledon a couple of times and is like this world famous tennis player. So I'm not really sure where that organization got its fact checking from, but uh, anyway. <laughs> so she is the first Spanish woman to do so. Um, to win a Wimbledon title, but like very cool nonetheless. Um, so she was able to meet with the king. I think the uh, president for the Royal Tennis Association of Spain was also there. Um, and she gave King Felipe a one of her tennis rackets. I don't know if it was like the one she played with or if that, I don't know. Um, it didn't really say, the write-up was really short. Um, but she did give him a tennis racket, which is very cool. And she had, I don't know if this is the actual trophy or if it's just a replica, but it was like a really tiny little trophy. It was cute. Um, and so that was really fun. 
Um, and then also on Thursday, Queen Letizia held a working meeting with the Spanish Association Against Cancer, um, which she is honorary president of that organization and will do working meetings like this um, two to three times a year, plus a conference in March, February, March, one of those two months, and then something in October, I think, as well. Um, so she has some pretty intense involvement. Plus, in 2020, she was having pretty regular uh, video conferences with the organization. So that was Thursday. Um, and then that brings us to today, the only thing uh, that happened today for anyone. So King Felipe and Queen Letizia were joined by uh, the Princess of Astorias and Infanta Sofia to attend the national offering to Santiago or St. James. So I've talked about this a couple of times, just very generally. Um, so we've talked about like the Camino de Santiago, who St. James is. So he was a, an apostle of Jesus. He is a saint. Um, he's a big deal in Spain. I think he's the patron saint for all of Spain, which is why they have a national offering to him. So this is literally a thing that happens every year. Uh, King Felipe doesn't go every year. The girls, this is their first year. Um, but there is always someone who represents the federal government of Spain to do this national offering on July 25th. Uh, this year is extra special for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, it is a Jacobian year, which means that the Feast of St. James, which is always on July 25th, also falls on a Sunday, which makes it a holy year for that. Um, and then it's also the first year that the Cathedral of Santiago de Compostela has been reopened after renovations. So this is like a huge cathedral. You'll see it in the pictures if you go to the website or the Instagram. You'll see it in the pictures. It's huge. It's massive. Um, like it's just a really big space. And it for years has had like those um, construction like kind of towers around so workers can get up and do the things they need to do. Um, and so this year was the first year the like bell tower looking things did not have that um and it's just a a big deal in general um plus with the the day being on a sunday it's just like a lot a lot of things um and so this is something we did talk about this a little bit last year i don't remember how much in depth i went to but you can definitely listen to like the July 26th episode or the date, the episode that encompasses July 25th in it from 2020 um, and hear a little bit more about what it was like last year. Um, but this year it was like a very big kind of return thing. It felt more normal. Um, there were some crowds gathered, but that's nothing really new in Spain. Um, it was, I've, I've previously watched um, the, they went in 2014 as well, um, Felipe and Letizia did, and so I've seen that, and like the, the cathedral was packed. Um, 
and this year obviously it couldn't be packed because pandemic but there were people who had finished their their pilgrimage um and were able to be inside for the holy mass um and that's the thing right like this is a super um it's a very catholic thing it's a very it's it was a holy mass it was a big deal um and i don't want to like detract from that in any way um but obviously like that's not the focus here um so they were participating in the mass um they did go up and like um there's a there's a statue thing uh i don't know what the word is um but there's like an altar to saint james inside this cathedral because the the i don't want to say story or folklore but like the belief is that saint james is buried in that cathedral um but i i don't know um i do believe that these people were real um but i i don't know if he is buried there whatever that's not for me to say um but there's like an altar to him so they did go up to the altar and like pay their respects i i don't know if that's the right word but like have a moment of reflection prayer etc um next they return to their uh seats of course the very front um and then there's this really cool thing in the cathedral of um it's in santiago de Compostela in galicia um and it's called a bota fumiero which literally translates to smoke uh smoke expeller which is so if if you've ever seen anything catholic you know the priest has like this thing that he puts something in and it smokes um i don't know what it is um it's called a a sensor um where the okay so it's where incense is burned in a catholic church and the priest like waves it well the bodo fumiero is massive like larger than a person massive um and it swings in the cathedral so it sits um it like is on a dolly system kind of thing and so there is a group of men who are trained to like make this thing swing up to the ceilings of the east and the west wing or whatever direction those are facing um but it swings back and forth and it's massive and it's the coolest thing um and i hope that's really like i don't know if that's insensitive i don't think it is because like everyone looks in awe of it um people will take pictures of it it's so cool um and so then that happened which i was very worried it wouldn't happen because i don't know it seemed like maybe like a thing that the pandemic would take away but it was so cool um and so then the mass was over uh they went they signed like the guest book for the the city of Comp uh Santiago de Compostela and then at that point uh King Felipe continued on the agenda by himself um so he had two more events in Galicia in the later afternoon um first he attended the board meeting for the uh the royal board of the city of Santiago de Compostela and then also attended the 
delivery of the 2021 gold medal for Galicia, which is given out every year on the 25th, um, which is also like the national day for Galicia. Um, a lot of things happen in Galicia on the 25th, so it's like a very intense day. Um, and so they also chose to do this presentation on this day as well because it's a really big deal. Um, so the award this year was given to frontline workers involved in like the vaccination drive for the autonomous community of Galicia. Um, and so King Felipe and the president of the government were both involved in that presentation as well. Um, and now that is it for the Spanish Royals for a couple of days. Um, like I said, I think King Felipe goes on the, on Tuesday to Peru. Um, but it's literally like he'll probably arrive sometime late on Tuesday, um, and then leave after the oath taking on Wednesday. Like it's not going to be a huge trip. Um, but he'll arrive the day before, probably take part in either some audiences or something. Um, and then attend the inauguration, transfer of power, etc., whatever it is, which we'll talk about then. So that is what was going on in Spain. Um, not a whole ton of new information from Sweden, although a new photo of the entire Swedish royal family was released. Um, so like King Carl Gustav and Queen Sylvia, their three children, their three children's spouses, and their eight grandchildren? Am I doing that counting right? Carl Philip, Victoria has two, Carl Philip has three, Madeline has three. I think there's eight of them. I really hope I haven't forgotten one of those children. Um, so it was like a very massive big picture and it was to celebrate them being of course all together this summer for the first time in a couple of years because pandemic. Um, so that is what was going on. Uh, not a whole ton obviously there were a couple of big things in there um but for the most part uh it is officially slow down time so i will do that episode midweek to cover um that foreign visit i really hope i'm not like uh shooting myself in the foot here and that there will be maybe a couple of things on thursday and friday saturday and sunday but there may not be um We'll just, you know, we'll play it by ear. I'm not not super stressed about it, but uh, that's where we're at right now. So I will come back on, uh, you'll hear my voice again on Thursday. And uh, yeah, we'll just uh, keep it really chill this week. Uh, I might, I don't know, work a little bit extra at my day job. And I don't, I don't know, man, <laughs> it's going to be a, a quiet month. But we'll talk a little bit more about that on uh, Wednesday and or Sunday when I record uh, next. So I will talk to you all on Thursday and until then have a fantastic uh, first half of your week. Bye.